Hi guys, welcome back to the Colorful Plates podcast, your weekly source for what's happening in the produce and food service worlds. We're starting today's podcast with our weekly market reports, then we'll move into my chat with one of our ProAct sourcing specialists, Mike Moreno. Before we get into a berry update with Mike, let's update you all on a few other commodities. First, we'll start out with an update on our cruciferous veggies, beginning with broccoli. Due to the cold and wet weather, the broccoli market is picking up as yields are lower. Look for this market to climb upward a bit. The story is the same for cauliflower. Some suppliers may need to subsizing to fill orders. This market, like broccoli, will continue to climb upward this week. Right now, crowns, florets are best value. On the other hand, the market for Brussels sprouts is steady as there are plenty of supplies in the pipeline. Quality has improved and Brussels sprouts are a great vegetable to feature right now. Lastly, the kale market is picking up, affected by the cold and wet in Yuma, just like broccoli and cauliflower. Quality is now fair, but this market could change depending on the severity of the cold weather. Normally, we don't have much to report on onions, as this market has been steady lately, but right now markets are moving upwards as demand in the northwest regions of Idaho and Oregon are active. Yellow and white onions are rising in price while reds stay flat. Other regions such as Washington, Utah, and Colorado are seeing additional demand on white and yellows. Last week was a short packing week and due to demand, prices are rising on white and yellows, while across the board the quality is good. As far as green onions go, their situation mirrors white and yellow onions. Prices are climbing and supply is tight as there continues to be a labor shortage in Mexico. This coupled with the cold weather is causing slower growth and therefore lower yields. Quality is fair on green onions. Look for all onion markets to adjust in the coming weeks. The market on russet potatoes continues to climb, particularly on large sizes. Short packing weeks due to the holidays combined with increased demand and cold weather has put a strain on supplies. On the bright side, quality is good, but the downside is that prices are high along with demand. Just like russets, colored potatoes are climbing in price. As we get deeper into January, expect prices to continue to climb as supplies get lighter. It's import season for melons. Cantaloupes are looking great internally and externally, and demand is steady. Look for more to come into the market as Honduras and Costa Rica are beginning to ramp up production. As far as honeydew goes, it's in a demand exceeds supply situation. Very low crossings of fruit are coming from Mexico and Central America. Guatemalan growers are seeing major issues as far as production goes. Mexico is also struggling with honeydew production. According to the USDA Daily Movement Report, crossings into the U.S. are down by 29%. Look for this market to continue to adjust until Costa Rica and Honduras can provide some relief. Lastly, watermelon supplies are steady, crossing into Nogales, Arizona from Colima, Mexico. Good quality is being reported and this area has been blessed with good growing weather. Unlike cantaloupe and honeydew, this market is steady. To wrap up our market reports, an update on lettuce. First, iceberg is in a demand exceeds supply situation industry-wide due to very cool weather and lack of labor. Yuma and Santa Maria continue to be the main growing regions for this commodity. Look for the market to adjust. As far as leaf lettuce goes, supplies look to be moderate at best. Like iceberg, Yuma and Santa Maria will be the main growing regions for this commodity. Demand is up and so is the price. Like Iceberg, look for the market on Romaine and Red and Green Leaf to continue to adjust in the new year. For now, hearts and pre-cut product are the best value. Lastly, given the wet and cold weather in Yuma, arugula supply has taken a drastic drop this week. There was no harvest on New Year's Day, and shippers went into the fields late last week and were seeing quality issues, most notably black decay and mold. 
This is causing a major drop in yields in all growing regions. Shippers are hoping supplies will be better by the middle of the week. We have checked with all of our suppliers and it's an industry-wide shortage. Consider using spring mix, Arcadian blend, or spinach as an arugula alternative. That's all for our market reports this week. Be sure to tune in next week for an update on a multitude of commodities. This week, I spoke with in-house berry sourcing specialist Mike Moreno. Mike sources berries for the ProAct Network, and we spoke to him about the state of berries. So talk about what's happening with all of the berries right now, Mike. Well, the berries right now in the, the first of the year are in abundant supply um, coming out of Oxnard in good numbers. Um, that's new crop product down there. Uh, growing like locations down there um, include some transfers being done from Mexico um, into that area to load. Um, we also have Mexican berries loading out of Texas. We have the Florida region is going as well. So we've got a lot of berries coming in from a lot of various places. So there's a lot of loading options. The quality has been good out of all areas. Um, never so often we'll get a certain area that has some, some water issues, which means you know localized rain. So you might see a little bit of rain damage from time to time on particular crops. Mexico is one that, that has that uh, happen occasionally. It's such a vast growing area down there, and they have so many microclimates that occasionally you will get a lot when really heavy rains were not reported. Mm-hmm. But uh, generally speaking, the berries out of all, all regions are good. Now, the raspberries and the blackberries and the blueberries are also in abundant supplies. Schools have been out for the past couple of weeks, so the food service end of this thing has seen a slight drop in usage numbers. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the shippers are begging for business right now and trying to use price as an option to get people to come in for more volume. Um, food service does not really react to lower pricing to increase volume. Their volume is usually pretty steady. So that being said, um, there is abundant supplies of product out there and, and all of it looks relatively good. Um, the Florida strawberries are a few different varieties and they don't tend to be as, as tender, as sweet as the Western uh, berries or the Mexican berries, mm-hmm. but they're a good viable option for the Eastern seaboard. They're good quality. They'll make the ride, you know, so. So what, uh, what should chefs be using during this time? What specific, what, what's tasting the best? What's looking the best? If I was, if I was to t- pull a favorite, I would say the Oxnard area right now for um, some of the shippers down there. They're into new crop. They have just cleared up. We had rain a, a week and a half ago. They pulled through that event, and, and things are starting to shape up very nicely out of that area. The berries are sweet. The skin is tender. Um, so that area is a viable option. The Mexican product coming across is also looking pretty good. Um, the only problem is, is occasionally you'll have a little bit more travel time on the Mexican berries as they make their way to the border and they get distributed to their points of, of uh, shipping. Mm-hmm. So you might have a little bit less shelf life on those, but they are also looking very well and holding up pretty good. Cool. Uh, what should chefs be avoiding berry-wise? Well, you need to take a look at the age of the berries when you, when you get them in there. It's just as, as it is with any other fresh produce or fruit, um, age is, is a big factor. Just make sure you're getting a fresh lot as it comes in with the minimal bruising and dehydration. Um, the blueberries in particular, those are being imported from several different South American countries. So the shelf life on those, it all depends on how well they're managed coming across on the ocean container and then getting the distribution points and out. They have a pretty good uh, holdup rate. They hold up very well. However, there is going to be some tail ends of some lots that might not be as desirable as some of the fresher stuff. So, and and that goes for raspberries and blackberries as well. we're still seeing a lot of red cell coming in, which is a defect in the blackberries, which will cause a single uh, cell to be red. Some of them do start to to um, decay and cause leakers. Mm-hmm. Many of them don't do anything other than show red. Mm-hmm. 
rather than the black. And it's not really any defect until it becomes a, a, an issue um, with age. So how long are berries in transit from South America? So say they're picked in South America, say they're picked in Mexico or whatever, either one. How long does it take the berry to get from there to California or wherever its destination is? I know it varies, but a generalization. It varies, but as a general rule, um, it is at least eight to 12 days in transit time on a boat. Um, they will, and then they will offload on, on, uh, on the East coast or on the West coast, LA or Philadelphia or Miami. And then from there, they go ahead and distribute into the interior United States. Um, the berries generally speaking this season for the exports have been exceedingly high mm-hmm. quality. So we haven't seen too many problems at all. Do they, are they refrigerating this product the whole time? I'm assuming they have to, right? It's in refrigerated containers the entire time. So maintaining proper temperatures is is definitely a a must for those things. Anytime you break the cold chain in any of these varieties of berries, strawberries, blackberries, raspberries, blueberries, it doesn't matter. Um, You're you're on on your downhill slide after you do that. So what are you wanting to push in 2020? Well, we've got a pretty good-sized push going on right now with blueberries. I'm pretty excited about that. We've got some some high-quality, large-volume blueberries, and we've been given extended pricing through this month. Um, So we're looking to promote uh, six-ounce blueberries. As always, just high-quality strawberries. After last uh, winter season, I think we're all looking forward to a lot better quality this year, hopefully, if we don't get the multiple rain events and and the heat following that we, we got last year. I'm uh, super excited about moving into the Valentine's Day pull period where hopefully we will be able to maintain the stemberry uh, volume that, that uh, we really didn't get a chance to enjoy last year. Um, so yeah, this, I hope if the weather is, is, stays, stays good, um, we could have a really good year for berries in the winter. Thank you, Mike, for taking the time to speak with me. That's all we have for this week. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for recipe inspiration and more. Remember to subscribe on iTunes or Google Play. Have a great week, and as always, stay fresh!